I'm Nathan. I'm Bobby. And this could be a podcast. podcast. Did I tell you about my idea to do like a singer-songwriter collection of bro country in like the last 20 <laughs> years? So like like take like red solo cup yeah. and then just make it like like Bob Dylan's doing it in like a coffee oh. shop in the East Village. So that's, uh, yeah. I bet there's there's You think that's a thing? Yeah, that could be a thing. I mean it's all it's all jangly guitar, right? Well, no, but No, it's just I know just taking it really seriously. Just taking everything like all the lyrics, I mean more What's some hard picking though, right? Sure. I mean yeah, you can get hard you, acoustic picking. You can you can get uh you know fanciful with the with the guitar picking, but it's really about taking the up lyrics up and down the neck. Up and down the neck. It's about taking the lyrics way too seriously. Like red solo cup is like a metaphor basically. Where you're trying, or I love this bar is something different. It's not just shitting on Toby Keith. You can do substitute any artist. You, you want to just don't get me wrong. You like shitting on Toby Keith, though. I, I do like shitting on Toby Keith. It doesn't mean I wouldn't have a beer with him. That's that's the thing I think America needs right now. It's understand if you don't agree with somebody, that doesn't mean you wouldn't have a beer with them. As I've heard recently, uh, to be to disagree but not be disagreeable. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's the... Because even if you disagree with somebody, you should be able to sit down and at least have a beer with them. We were talking about Rob Gronkowski earlier today. Gronk. Gronk. The Gronk is what they call him. Yeah. But again, like, yes, is, is he the personification of a frat boy from the Revenge of the Nerds movies? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Some stereotypes are true, bro. <laughs> and, uh, but so, would, I, would I pass on having a beer with him? Absolutely not. Have you seen any of his, like, commercials for... Uh, the uh, pubic hair trimmers. Yeah, the manscaping. Manscape. Yeah. 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 Like, I saw that. I'm like, is this for real? Yeah. This is where we're at? Mm-hmm. I mean, you I, you want to talk about the, you know, end fall of society. I was like, oh, this is, this yeah. feels like one of the four horsemen of the, uh, I, the fall of man. But those I, commercials, I don't know. those commercials, though, are the, those are the, the, the nail being hit a little too on the head. Like, yeah, we're making this joke and it seems like those commercials are a little too long. Like they're just slightly longer than every other commercial and they make yeah. the same joke just a little bit too much where and like I get it. You're talking about testicles. I get it. I really yeah. get it. Yeah, I get it. And, and there's a lot of like depth to all their uh, the analogies or innuendos they're making in there. It's very yeah. layered, but layered. A much. I don't, don't know. No, no. As far as what they're trying to like. <laughs> it, as far as dialogue goes, <laughs> no, it's, far, it's what they're trying to do. I'm yeah. not saying it's like... Uh, this is so in-depth. It's, it's not most, heady. It's the Nothing, most in-depth, nope. uh, <laughs> you know, ball-trimming commercial I've seen in ages. Oh, that is statement I can uh, I can get behind that, actually. Yeah. It is the most in-depth ball-trimming commercial I've seen God. in my entire life. It's so but weird. They try to like layer it so much with like whether what they're saying or whether what they're showing visually, whether what they're trying yeah. to get at with an analogy as far as like oh So yes. you respect that No I don't. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, okay. No. I'm just saying it's just they're <laughs> they're throwing everything at the fucking wall <laughs> all the time. It's hey, yeah. this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> You're just uh, doing the read. Just uh so uh if you guys no, are looking no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> That would be a good intro or a good God. read. <laughs> oh man like and and here's the deal i guess they're a shitty company as well 
They are. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember uh, who's uh, what's the gal's name? Uh, Swell Entertainment. I'm trying to remember her name. No, she's not Jenny. She's another like, like, you know, uh, minor league YouTube star. <laughs> They're minor league YouTube. <laughs> well, stars? like I mean, so like Jenny Nicholson. Oh, who okay. Is she? She's the one who I sent you her uh, two and a half hour Vampire Diaries. Okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> she's you know she's getting there. I think she she's closer to half a million, um, YouTube views, uh, or YouTube subscribers. Um, Swell, is it, yeah, yeah, uh, is there? Yeah, yeah let's do this one. You, Swell Entertainment. Well, I'm not going to watch anything. Well, no, but just, I just I'm curious about how, what how many subscribers she's got. I think she's got. 200 some okay. 175 yeah okay i mean which is 174 but what's numbers uh, right yeah what's respectable i mean which i think is respectable that is re- yeah you know it, she reviewed she reviewed uh manscape um no but she's like really good at like she reviewed uh sas dr sasquatch <laughs> oh that's <laughs> I mean, so like yeah i mean she's pretty my good. dad gave me that soap for christmas she's pretty good about like Oh hey, here's the garbage company. Why is it garbage? Um, b- uh, because it's like overpriced. Just okay. it's, it's like severely overpriced. Why is Manscaped? I I, I want to say shitty company. Yeah, sure. That's duck duck go that I guess. Well, you know, Manscaped reviews legit or scam. First off, how is it a scam? I I mean, it's a trimmer. It's a, it's a piece of garbage trimmer. Okay. The Lawnmower 2.0. This product is the new version of their electric trimmer, the lawnmower. Get it? This is what I'm talking about, the layers, you know. <laughs> Just really <laughs> the lawnmower. layers. All right. This product allows men uh, to get a good trim in almost any environment or situation. The razor is built into a wireless device that comes with a built-in rechargeable battery. Um, so this is just a fucking description. I want a review. Yeah. So, da-da-da, where to buy? I bet manscaped.com. All right, here we go. Here we go. Checking my credit card report, I had a charge of $378.82 from this company, from which I have never ordered. Okay, cool. Calling my credit card company to dispute the charge, I was told it was a reoccurring charge and that the dispute was being submitted. Calling the 800 number for this company, there was no live person, only a recording directing me to an email or webpage. This is a scammy company. Dot, dot, dot. Stay away. Exclamation point. Yeah. First off, is there a good review? <laughs> there's, uh, no, so there's one two-star review. That's the best I've seen so far. Here's a five-star review. Let's just get a concept. Uh, well, that's a, let's get a shorter five-star review. Here's another one. Okay. Uh, I've had a good experience with this company and the products work. Uh, you should highly recommend Manscaped to your family and friends. <laughs> Never would I do that's- that. That is this is that is that is a uh, that's this, somebody putting that up there. That's yeah, a, that's a paid review. It's, yeah. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, purchased the kit and it was this is another five star review. Purchased the kit and was going to be traveling. Uh, while I put in my address, I was messaged uh, messaged them about the hotel I would be in. They gladly and easily helped me make sure and get my kit while traveling. That's not a good sentence, but anyway. Really over-the-top customer service. Really recommend the product as well. That's um, not a real person. That's not a real person. Also, hope they go out of business is not a good review. I mean, right. So it seems to me that shady business practices going on. 
seems I mean from what I can deduce yeah, yeah. it doesn't do as advertised I got I nicked. got nicked four times they do they do say that like you can shave your balls without ever getting nicked yeah. okay they do say that. I got nicked four times <laughs> have you ever been nicked no no never no I got nicked four times in the first two tries and it doesn't cut well Ooh. That's very sensitive language it's using here. Uh, and it doesn't cut well in parentheses at all. I don't know what that Ugh. means. Watch some videos on YouTube to be sure I was doing it right. And I was, period. So don't bother purchasing one. I tried twice to get in contact with them at the address uh, they give you for your information on how to send it back for a refund. They won't reply. Scam, I think so. Um, they must pay people to say good things about these product or about their products spelled incorrectly. Uh, and but beware, beware. And also spelled incorrectly. Beware is spelled incredibly incorrectly. <laughs> it's B E space W E A R. So yeah, this guy might have actually been using the product wrong. Honestly, <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah. Uh, yeah I have you ever? First off, okay. what does beware mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, beware. beware spelled that way. Yeah, it's not it's a joke. Like, like we're not missing a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. This guy. This guy goes not... about his life thinking that. No, oh well. Hey, there are bears in this no, forest. He wrote this. Beware. He wrote it on his phone, and that's it. He didn't know he spelled it right. He... God, you forgive people so much. I do. You I are do. such a forgiving listen, person. It's a garbage, and. Listen, this not to take anything away from the company being garbage. The company can totally be right. garbage. So, also, this, this guy this can is... be a complete fucking moron. Yeah, because he also spelled there T H E R E. I'm gonna allow that. It's I'm not. I'm not gonna allow Who it. Who paid attention in English class, right? I no, I mean, I did, and I understand that it's wrong. Yeah. But me, like looking, I'm not gonna judge people by their online reviews. You should though. You should more. Like, I'm not gonna get in touch of Rob. How could you? Reviewopedia. I'm not. Can you no, click on us? Okay, let's click try to get it. A, yeah. Let's get in touch with this son of a bitch. Friend of the show, by the way. <laughs> no. Uh, no. You got to connect through Facebook. No, Reviewopedia. No, fuck this. I'm fucking done. So the connecting with Facebook, do you do that at all? When a, when a, when a website or app or anything like that? It's like very, you can connect. very, 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 very rarely. I would never want to connect with anything through Facebook. It's very rarely where it's just like, um, do I want, especially like, uh, some of them are a little bit more. So this one is just like, wants you to set up an account, set up an right. email. I do not want to. I'm going to create an account online just so we can try okay. to get, I mean, but anyway, you keep talking. I do. I like for the most part, if it's somebody that I know and I trust, I'm going to say, yeah, you're probably going to know all my information anyways. It's, it's not about the website using companies. It's about Facebook knowing that I'm using the website. Oh like no! They already I, know enough Facebook. Uh, they already know enough shit about me. I think Facebook's gonna like ship off everything they know about me and push it into their database. And that's that just, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, no. Just I'm gonna get like I might get one or two more pieces of junk mail. Junk mail or junk uh, email? Junk mail a week. <laughs> you know, they might they might know that. You know, I might be interested in a new futon. That's about it. You know. Well, I tell you, if you do buy a futon on a Facebook Marketplace, they will not stop sending you an ad about <laughs> said Facebook or said a uh, futon. So, come okay. on, I signed okay. up. I made you a, signed up. I made a thing. You want to see their profile? Oh, oh, I guess that was. Just oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh my. Okay, gosh. hold on one second. 
Oh, so uh, okay. So I, have, I think here's I think Refuelpedia is a scam too. I I'm beginning to believe. Hold on. So it says I got a. You com- sent them a garbage email. No, you, I sent them our email. I mean, this could I'll be a podcast. I'll write email. G. It's like not something. If you have questions or anything about the show, wait, I think they're waiting for you to uh, log in with Facebook. Also, yeah, you're 100 percent correct. If anybody has any questions about the show, go ahead and just email us that this could be a face. This could this, be a this could be a Facebook. This oh could God. be a podcast at, at gmail. gmail.com. That's a thing. <laughs> this Holy could be a cow. Facebook. This could be a Facebook. I want to know if that <laughs> if that Gmail account's available. Let's let's do you think this could be <laughs> this could be a Facebook. Um, let's add another account here. This could be a f- and uh, create account. Create account. You guys are I love this? doing this. I love just seeing if Gmail accounts are available. That's actually how our our podcast got started. <laughs> I wasn't going to pursue this thing if this could be a podcast at gmail.com was it's not, already taken. not available. And, and you're like, well, that's it. Speaking of which, <laughs> we also here's have my uh, other usernames I've looked for is celebrity net worth game show at gmail.com. That's, that's uh, trademarked. <laughs> Damn. And then uh, wisegettinghigh.com or wisegettinghigh at gmail.com. Yeah. That's another podcast in our podcast family. In the podcast fam. Yeah. This could be a, a Facebook. Facebook. My, what are the chances? What do you think? What do you think? Yes that's or gonna, no? Oh, yeah. That's available. You're going to go yes? Yeah. Hmm. I guess we got to put a first name here. Uh, we'll go B and then B because they don't really care. And then we'll just do this. Ba, ba, ba. Saying Facebooks, but all the zeros are, are the O's or zeros. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to let us do that. I'm not getting a... Yes, I'm sure I entered my name correctly. That's my name. I think it's available. Uh, it's available. It's available. Well, it's not anymore. Because I got it now. It's yours. It's mine. All yours. So this could be a Facebook. This could be a Facebook. You can also email us at this could <laughs> this be a could Facebook. This could be a Facebook at gmail.com. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> oh, man. See. You got a problem with Facebook, so. I, I don't like Facebook. I, I've never liked Facebook, honestly. Why? Um, so when I was in college, when uh, Facebook started, I, yeah, I was dating a girl who was going to George Washington University in St. Louis. Gorgeous. And uh, initially, it was only for uh, Ivy League schools. Ivy League or, schools, or yes, yeah, prestigious schools. Yes. I don't believe yeah. George Washington uh, University was an Ivy League school, but it was it was a high up, higher end university. She was right. very smart. Right, it was probably still, but uh, I so I remember there was like six schools on that. On the platform, yes, and yeah. she she was a part of it, and I was like, God, that, that seems so weird. Whatever, it that's yeah. I give it five years. That's never gonna that's gonna pitter out, and so they proved you wrong. So fuck them. That's where you're at in this story. No, it's just I never I never got into it. I don't know what it is. Like if yeah. it's like the train of, I really wish at and some level I could be as invested or okay with the world or like the. I guess social media. I guess sure. like, I w- I wish I could get the same endorphin rush that people get, like when they get a like or they or they feel a need to let their their day to day activities out. See, that's I, weird. I mean, the whole the the day to day activities thing is weird. But they that th- that's what it is. I mean, it's I mean, even for the show, I have a hard time yeah. like saying like, "Hey, we did this," because like, I have other things to do in this day. Here's the, here's the interesting thing. 
uh, as we've seen, modest growth mm-hmm. in this show. And and I and yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> we have not spammed like yeah. our colleagues mm-hmm. or our friends and family right. for this show. Right. We'll like subtly drop it in conversation mm-hmm. that, you know, we're doing it. Still requires effort on their end to go off and like Yeah. Right. Know, do it. But it's but we're not like, you know, you know, the people who are downloading the show is are not mm-hmm. for the majority, or at least I think. Our friends and family. Maybe they all got together, like in some kind of covert meeting, and found and, it. And said, "There's guys. Hey, guys. I think Bobby and Nathan really need this. Okay, they really need. Like, <laughs> they both seem at times, edge. Times are tough. Or they seem like they're on the edge. They started a podcast. <laughs> they started a podcast. Just let's just I just sign it. And all it takes is like two minutes mm-hmm. um, a week to just make sure that like you've just downloaded, downloaded the it. podcast, and that's <laughs> it, guys. Okay, that's it. That's it. I don't think I have caring enough parents that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, no. I don't think my but mother I, understands podcasts, but no. But I, I do want to put this out there because we do have one person in France that's listening to us, and I just want to, I just want to know who you are. I just because I don't know anybody. Why? In France. Just send us an email, send us a tweet, anything yeah. like that. Just even you know whatever. Like, Un tweet. I appreciate that you're listening to it, and I, I, we notice you. That's yeah. all we want you. That's all we want you to know. I want you to know that we see that you're there. We, we appreciate you. <laughs> I see your spark of life. Yeah. So thank you to that person in France. <laughs> the one person in France. It's uh yeah. So I don't know, Facebook for me. Facebook for mm-hmm. me. Like I remember. Like I was in college. I don't remember if I was a. Yeah, I think I was a. I was a senior. I think I was a senior. Yeah, I think I was a sophomore. That was yeah, a, that sounds about right. Lineup age wise. And uh, I remember like, hey, uh, Facebook, you know, rumblings of, you know, across the ways mm-hmm. about, you know, hey, there's a new social media thing. They People didn't say that, but, yeah, it wasn't you know, there's term. kind of a new MySpace thing going on here mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's called Facebook and you cannot sign up for it. It's, you know, yeah. and then it was like a big deal. Hey, you can, you can log into Facebook with your now, email. Now all colleges with with, 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 our a, call, with our college email. Yeah. You can log in. You can make a Facebook account. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Which is an interesting uh, like way to roll out a website. I yeah. mean, honestly, like it's, I always think back to like the Cartman Land episode of South Park where Cartman buys um, a, a, an amusement park, but he won't let anybody in. And it turns this fledgling amusement park yeah. around because the, uh, the lack of accessibility to the park creates sure. a desire sure. for people to go. Sure. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I do think it's parallel to that as far as like oh, yeah. the lack of accessibility allowed people to, and maybe because I had access to it t- tangentially through my girlfriend at the time, like I could see and be like, what's the big deal? I don't get it. Like, I really sure. don't get it. Sure. You're just, you're literally having a conversation and it was still in early text, uh, like text form as well. Like, so you mean like even texting on your phone, like texting on your phone was this concept of like it takes too long i need to be in a very specialized sure. situation yes otherwise i just call you or wait till i see you i think i wasn't until it was like 2009 and i even got a phone that could text well uh, until like the blackberries came out i mean yeah. it was texting was a arduous task in part of the like the uh not code speak but kind of the abbreviated mm. language that we yeah. have comes from that sure i mean the initial I'm not going to spell thank you. I'm just going to say THX and somehow people think yeah. that's thanks. You know? Yes. Yeah. So I get it. Um, but the but the desire to like put anything and everything out there is is a 
something I've never gotten. Sure. I, for a little bit of time, when MySpace, when I kind of started dabbling in MySpace and started following like yeah. porn stars, basically. Oh. I was like, oh, like, oh. oh, like there's hot chicks on here? Hold on, wait, wait one second. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll totally follow, follow, follow. And then never touched it yeah. ever again. And then when I started dating another girl in, in college later on, she's like, yeah, I looked up on MySpace when we first met, and I saw all your like all your friends were like strippers and everything like that. I thought, like, is this some kind of creep or anything like that? I was like, <laughs> I'm like no, like that was just, I was like, oh. Fuck, there's all these strippers out here? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. You, you can just friend strippers on MySpace. Yeah. I mean, Tequila that's Tequila? The, sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah sure. I remember, but, so I remember with, with Facebook. But it followed me around. Yeah. Like, it was that, like, that, it was like oh, shit, like, that's, that's not me. That, like, yeah, that was well, a night that, in 2007, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I remember you could, like on Facebook, you could put your whole class schedule. You could put your class schedule yeah. if you wanted to. Right. Uh, and like, also, you could like, hey, what room are you in, uh-huh. and and stuff like that. And my buddy, who would like, it was in, he married his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, just constantly wrote, uh, no stalkers. Like anything that was like, somewhat personal information, just wrote, no stalkers. Class schedule. <laughs> As though that would stop a stalker. Uh, r- uh, right. I get it. It's a joke. Right. It's I a get, joke. I it was a joke. Satire. Also, like he it. just, yeah, he's an odd duck. <laughs> <laughs> But like it's like you would like literally put it in your entire class schedule. Like okay, I don't know why anybody would want to, but I mean, I yeah, I mean, I've been a member of like I have been on Facebook since two thousand five, two thousand four. I can't remember what it was, but so if you were to meet Rob, crazy. Gron- if you were to meet Rob Gronkowski, what what would you want to do? What would be the thing? Like, would you go bowling? Putt-putt golf. You want to go putt-putt? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you get to have one thing or sit down and watch a movie? I No, because that's, like, that's like, I want to interact. You want to interact. I, don't get me wrong. You don't want to like, watch Step Brothers with I want to have a shared... see if you guys laugh at the same time. I want to have a shared experience with Gronk. Okay. Okay. That's, like, that's what everybody wants with a celebrity is a shared experience. Yeah. I mean, do you? I, you I, and I were talking earlier, like, it's... Meeting a meeting a famous person, <laughs> meeting a fa- meeting a celebrity, right? Is is something where I I think most I I would like to think that oh like sixty percent of the population is like I don't want to I don't want to like intrude. They don't want that. There's definitely at least forty percent where they're like I got I go. don't give a fuck. I gotta go say something. I gotta go say right. something. But I'm talking like you know you're at a bar and you look over and it's like oh fuck okay what's up dude. And right now, and this is kind of a roundabout question, mm-hmm. a little bit, but like, what celebrity would it take for you to approach a celebrity, mm-hmm. like out of the blue? Like, I want to interject myself into their conversation. I need to say something. Like, it, 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 I, it, I have it, to say something. If I don't say something, I right, will regret my my. I'm myself. going to regret my life. There are three people that that. Oh okay. well, there's there's four people that would fall under that category. It's it's Paul McCartney, Fred Armisen, Trey Parker, or Matt Stone. I would have a real hard time living you, with myself. You see, you see, uh, Trey Parker across the room mm-hmm. at some kind of fundraising gala, yeah. yep. and he is in an engrossed conversation. Yeah. In the middle uh, well, of that conversation, you're just gonna kind of hover around the edge and say, "Hey, by, I, I, hey, by the way, by the way." I would try just, to do it tactfully. I would, I would, yeah, but I, I would definitely help her. I would, I would be keeping an eye out to be waiting. Yeah, be like, just I just to... want a moment. I just want an in. I just got to be like, "Hey, 
hey, I really appreciate your work. And if you're hiring, I'll, I'm, I'm available. You know, yeah. That it would take nothing more, nothing more. Even to shake, like shake hands or anything like that. Not even shaking hands. Yeah. Just be like, just to tell you, because when I, I so I went to the uh, baseball winter meetings uh, a few years ago. Um, brag much? <laughs> brag much? It's it's if you like conference rooms, wow, Ooh. you will have fun. Um, <laughs> so, so I went. and I was trying to get a, a job in baseball. Yeah. And. But there's a there's just a ton of people around. There's there's, right. there's people around that you don't even know are people until after a- the fact. And they're people. Yeah. Well, like there was a guy who was like after the fact I found Gronk. out. Well, he wasn't he wasn't Gronk, but after the fact I found out this guy was a high level agent that was like, oh. um, he uh, I, I was looking at a restaurant because it was it was in the Grand Old Opry. I don't know if you've ever been to the Grand I Old know Opry I have, Convention like, Center in yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. It's a convention center as well. They have a giant convention center. It's it's kind of it oh, reminded t- me a lot of like Mall of America, honestly. Oh, okay. So there's there's just there's there's uh, like streams that go throughout the whole uh, yeah. the whole place. There's huh. there's little gardens that and shit. Lovely. Everyone, it is. <laughs> if you get a chance, this episode <laughs> is brought to you by the Grand Grand Old Opry Convention <laughs> Center. So. Um, <laughs> No, so we uh, so I was there and I was by myself. So I was I was just looking at the, a, a menu and the guys like, were you oh. sad? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was just eating by yourself. Yeah, just eating by myself. Probably the last time I did. <laughs> it's a lot of just sitting on a park bench in a Grand Old Opry Convention Center, <laughs> eating a sandwich. Just try not to look the most fucking dejected guy <laughs> ever. God. Just can't even get a job for a minor league <laughs> baseball team. <laughs> How much mayonnaise do you got on your sandwich at this point? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the appropriate amount. An appropriate, I, I'm just imagining just mustard and, and uh, mayonnaise going everywhere. But that's me because I'm a you know you're a dirt I, I'm a dirt person. I yeah. just get I just slosh stuff all over. All over. Me. Well, I was trying to be professional, so <laughs> it was. Uh, so were, were you wearing a suit? Uh, I was wearing I was wearing a a, a, a button down shirt and a tie. Yeah, I didn't have no a full jacket. Didn't no have jacket. jacket. No, no. But I had. See, that's why you didn't get a job. Well. I actually did get a job offer. I just didn't check my email quick enough, oh. which was sad. But I could be living in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, right now, working for the Colonels. Uh, working for the Colonels. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, that's. It was one of those. It was a shitty like story of like. So you, it's it's so weird at the winter meetings where you're like, you're you are literally cattle and like just yeah, and you just you write a resume and you you write a resume you write a application for every job you want. So you mm. you are right if you. You know, if you really want to do it, you're going to write like 200 fucking applications. Sure. And so you're just writing it out. You're writing all you your information. Ri- you wrote three. One was for the. You write a basically. <laughs> you you write a cover page basically, yeah. and then you attach your your uh, your resume to it. Yeah. And so then you submit it, and so you literally submit you know, a fucking novel. Of, what year is this? This was probably four years ago or so. Um. Oh, four years ago. Uh, I maybe, thought I knew you four years ago, Bobby. Maybe five, five or six years ago. Whoa. Uh, yeah, probably 2015. Probably 2015, if I'm thinking Whoa. about it. Yeah. When did so before you saddled up and ended up in Dubuque. No, I mean, we were in You du- were in Dubuque? Yeah, we were in Dubuque, and I, I went down. Because, uh, again, it was in flux, so we were like. It, and it quickly became apparent of, like, if I wanted to move to, you know, uh, the middle of nowhere, Texas. Like, yeah. That job's available. I can have that job. And it's like, well. It must have been, uh, yeah, because we were we were just got married. So when did you start working with me? Um, are we on our fifth year working together? I don't know. That's I a, I, that's why I asked you 
Uh, we are on our at least fourth year together, working together. Okay. So it was it was probably 2015, honestly, if I'm okay. thinking about it. But anyway, so um, it's a weird thing where you get... You was Obama president? Yeah. Yeah, Obama was president, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And so it's a weird thing where you, you submit all this stuff, and then you have to go check these boards for three days. Fuck. For three days to see if your name's on an interview list. Oh, my God. All right. And that's it. And you have to, like, literally go back, like, every hour or so, because then they're added and taken Holy away and shit. shit like that. It is... So fucking weird. It's like all state choir. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god. It was a lot. It was very similar to like, <laughs> hey, like, did you make state kind of thing? Yes. You know? Almost, is my name on this? Is list? my name on this list? And so, <laughs> my name was on a list for the senior rappers colonels, and I went and did the interview, and then, uh, and I had set up a whole new like uh, email, just you know, a professional yeah. email and everything with my name and everything like that on it. So not your current email, not my current email and not this could be a podcast at gmail.com, which you can send all your questions and anything like that about the show our way. But so, uh, also manscaped, if you want to reach out to us, if, we promise not to shit on you in the future, please for money. This episode's brought to you by manscaped. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I did this interview and then I we just want money by the way. We just want it. Like we'll, we'll say it's good. We, you don't even, I mean, I have zero plans on trimming my balls. Oh, do you? Nope. I don't think when anybody wants to visualize <laughs> my genitals, especially you, by the way. Well, that's the whole point of the commercials. They they just they lean in that heavily. That's what I'm talking about, the layers. <sighs> yeah. like, Anyhow. We're talking about shaving balls. But back kernels. to baseball winter meetings. Um, back to the Cedar Rapids kernels. I, I got a job offer, but I didn't check my email in time. And oh. they basically, because there's so many fucking people, like, sure. they just move on. And oh, yeah. So I got a, I got a job offer, and... Um, I just didn't check my email. What was the enough. offer? Basically, probably to go there and work for like you know twenty grand and yeah, you know, live in Cedar Rapids. Uh, have you been to a Colonels game? Yeah, been to a Colonels game. But my point of telling the story is not to oh. tell you about my dejected thing, but of the amount of baseball celebrities that I ran into at oh. the time, oh. and it got to a point where I'm like, I have to say something. Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett's been dead for oh. twenty five years. Um, oh. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. Okay. <laughs> That's a, that's a real. I had a cat named Kirby and Puckett growing up. I had. I a, did. I'm not making that uh, up. A Cracker Jack mini baseball card of Kirby Puckett. Uh-huh. He was my favorite baseball player as a kid. Yeah, I mean, like the... it's enough where I named two cats after him. <laughs> you know, he yeah. never played baseball in high school. He just started in college. I think I think you're the one who told me that. It's, ins- it's insane, and he's like a fringe Hall of Famer. He probably should be. Oh, Hall I mean, he should be a. He's not a Hall of Famer? We'll find out. I, I don't know. By He's, the way, this could be a Facebook is also at gmail.com. And we're not going to check that email just like Bobby didn't get that job at the Colonels. And <laughs> because I didn't get that job at the Colonels, I ended up here at this could be a podcast. He's been dead for. Since aught six, March 6th. Yeah. <clears throat> Three days after my son's birthday. He had a uh, a very tragic end. He was elected he was to the Hall bl- of Famer in 2001. Bl- yeah. Oh, yeah, he was blind. He got hit in the head. Yeah. And, and like and that then it, fucked up his shit. And that's what he ended up dying from. 45 oh, years old. Sh- yeah, he ended up dying from complications of that. Holy shit. Kirby Puckett. Yeah. Kirby Puckett, one of the best names in baseball. That's I mean, a good name. Kirby Puckett <laughs> just rolls. Again, it rolls. It can be, uh, so it was a hemorrhagic, hemorrhagic stroke. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Hemorrhagic. Hemorrhagic. Yeah. Yeah, rolling that R. Also, I'm not a doctor. Well, 
You did take anatomy in high school, right? I did. Cool. <laughs> oh, there should be a little more pause there. <laughs> Just a little more. Cool. <laughs> and we're on. No, so so as a as a kid, I was a I so I was born in Rochester, Minnesota, and the, Gorgeous, my, my grand Mayo Clinic, everything. Yeah, all you need. I'm trying to remember Root River, not Root River. I'm trying to remember the river. I, that, I uh, we moved when I was one. Anyhow, we moved to we it moved runs, to uh, right behind my uh, my sister in law's house. So, oh really? Yeah, your sister in law lives up in uh, Rochester. Yeah, she lives in Rochester. Really? Also, like my my wife's aunt and uh, her other brother lives Rochester adjacent. I think I think I knew that. Yeah, that your your wife had relatives. I didn't know. Your I don't sister. know. Like I've never. I'd love to know the reasoning why. What that they're up there? Why they moved up? Yeah. Do they work for Mayo Clinic? I mean, that's um. So like um, spam. I want to say so. My brother in law does work for Mayo Clinic. Okay, and that's why they moved up. But but my sister no no. But that's like like a separate like this is like his third job. Okay, you know that. I mean that was like. But my sister-in-law, no, she does not, she, and she's the older one of the bunch. But her husband, or I'm sorry, you said your brother-in-law. My brother-in-law. So, so no, her no, 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 no. My, no, my, my wife's brother. Okay. Works for Mayo. Gotcha. My wife's sister doesn't work for Mayo. Gotcha. I've de- yeah. Why so they I've, ended up there? Yeah. is the mystery. Right. Uh no. So her brother-in-law, I don't think like he came to Rochester second. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. It is. I mean, Rochester is a lovely town. I wouldn't really. Not really. I was just. I was just really born there. Like Rochester does not have a lot going for it. I Mm -hmm. I no. It's um talking shit about my hometown. A little bit. Like it's like I have no allegiance. It's a it's a good it's a good sized town. Uh, but there's like not a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And maybe it's just maybe it's my in laws being (laughs) shitty like uh hosts or whatever. Like, but we. Like I've gone out a couple times, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I cannot. Tell I've you the not last seen time a lot. I've set foot in Rochester, Minnesota. There's, I mean, outside of Mayo Clinic, there's nothing. There's not a lot going on there. Also, here's here's I love this. This is great. This came from my nephew, and he's my nephew by marriage. Okay, <laughs> that's uh, the thing. Look, it's a thing. Like they're still your nephew. Yeah, that's right? the thing. Like, right? I have zero blood blood You're, relation. But you're, that's still your nephew. That's I. That's still my nephew. I'm still his uncle. Anyhow. Even if you guys get divorced. Even if we get divorced. Um, is Mother Mayo, so they, people like say Mother Mayo in referring to, like, as far as like nightlife and stuff, um, Mayo Clinic holds a lot of sway mm-hmm. over stuff. That There's not a lot of bars. There's not a lot of nightlife oh. in, <laughs> in okay. Rochester, Minnesota because of Mayo saying, well, do you really want to be like out drinking out all night right. or do you want to be like smoking? And, right. and uh, that's uh, odd. Oh, no. Like, yeah. it, it, and, and as soon as like he said that, a lot of things clicked in yeah. my in my brain. I'm like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense now that there's a well, there's a movie called Mother Mayo. But anyway, yeah. go on. Any just like as far as just why, you know, it's not a a hip town i mean if you're into youth soccer i think it's fun but other than that that's about it um yeah though well, that makes sense i can't find any urban dictionary thing on mother mayo 
I mean, surprisingly. I mean, Rochester, Minnesota is not that big of a town. You don't think there's any Urban Dictionary, uh, you know, thing about Rochester, Minnesota or Mayo Clinic? Uh, yeah. Rochester You is, do think there is? No, I don't think there is. Um, We're going to find out real Because I think Rochester is about 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, maybe let's 120. Go, let's go Mayo Clinic. Last what? time you went to Urban Dictionary, you were searching for Young, young Buck. Young Buck, who we found out. Don't say that. Well. Mayo Clinic, the guy who run Rochester, and that's what it says. If you want to open a business here, you got to make sure Mayo doesn't want to bulldoze the space yeah. for a new medical center. But it put this city on the map. <laughs> Damn Mayo Clinic. And this is using the sentence, in case anyone was wondering. Damn Mayo Clinic. I just set up shop here one week ago, and now there's now they're bulldozing it. Spelled again, incorrectly. There, oh, horribly. T-H-E-R. Peter Irving, back in aught eight. You know, Bobby wasn't even graduated from college yet. No, and, dropped out twice. And uh, hadn't even went to the winter meetings. I hadn't even. <laughs> this guy has two <laughs> two <laughs> definitions he's submitted to Urban Dictionary. One Who being Mayo Clinic and the other one being. John Denver. <laughs> this guy was really John, hitting it out. Two geez. successive days, August 16th in 2008 and then August 17th in 2008. He's yeah. like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this a thing and start this a business. One of the greatest musicians of all time wrote such great hits as Leaving on a Jet Plane, Country Roads, and Annie Song in the 1980s. He testified against the fascist of the PMRC. He didn't write Country Roads, by the way. John Denver songs kick are kick ass. That's how it's used in a sentence, in case you were wondering. <laughs> Ooh. The, the, the sadder thing to that is that 115 people said thumbs up. Yep. Yeah. And that's the problem with the internet. Um. Yeah, it's just people being too forgiving. Yeah, because let's actually we're gonna fact check this here. I because I know for a fact he didn't write country roads. Um, leaving on a jet plane. I oh. don't know. I mean, he might not have written it. He didn't write a lot of his shit. Oh, John Denver is not a songwriter. It he he has songs he didn't write. I'm not gonna say he's not a songwriter. Okay. Why does that not immediately bring up the Wikipedia? I don't uh, know. Because I can well, want to listen to it. Because here's problem is that you're using DuckDuckGo. Uh, it was uh, it was written by... Okay, yeah, was, so Leaving on a Jet Plane. Written okay. by John Denver. Okay, cool. Okay, what or, was the other one? Just to, just to prove my point here. Keep it, keep it on Wikipedia. Just search Wikipedia. Okay, well, we're going to go Country Road. This is written... John Denver, like, found this song. Like, So this is actually a really interesting story. So the, the couple that wrote... Um, Afternoon Delight. Starland Vocal Band. Starland Vocal Band. <laughs> they were playing a show in Washington, D.C., and the snow, like, the, there was a snowstorm that came through and yeah. basically, like, trapped them in a... In a uh, kind of like in PCU, how David Spade was trapped in the in the, the meeting, not the meeting, but the uh, lounge area using a rent-a-car, uh, the, 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 what's it called? What's the bar? What's the thing? Uh, the steering wheel, the dashboard. No, what's the uh, no? Oh, on the, a car, uh, the the yeah. lock. Lock it. No, no. What's it called? Yeah, the red thing. Yeah, what's the red thing you use? You put it on a steering wheel. People are shouting and oh, I know. Right I, now. You're telling me. Um, uh, <laughs> club it. The club. The club. That's yeah, what he it got was, the club. Yeah, Jeremy Piven put the club on. The, Not necessarily. Um, while listening to Starland Vocal Band. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering uh, how you I'm got. Put, this. I'm putting on the bow. Put the bow on. <laughs> it. Okay. 
Anyhow. So they were playing a show. John Denver was staying at their house. Okay. And they got snowed in together. And start and this is I'm not gonna say John Denver's a piece of shit, but John Denver's a piece of shit. Okay. Oh so how how dare you? Okay. So they show him this song, which was almost all wrote like written, basically. Like they had it almost all done. Oh wow. He added a little bit to the bridge. And they're like, well, I'm going to be... Which, the bridge by far in Country Roads is, like, not the strong part of the song. I can't even tell you the bridge of Country Roads. <laughs> but then again, I'm not a big Country Roads fan. But uh, It doesn't mean a lot to me as a person. It means a lot to a lot of people, in, especially in West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. Yeah. So, then, then he took it and recorded it. He took their second hit. Oh. I mean, like, he just took it and recorded it and made it his own. That's a hey, and gonna, he does I'm gonna tell you technically right get now. credit. Over I'm gonna right tell you right now, it's that's a tough turn, going from Afternoon Delight to Country Roads. That's a they tough turn. Off. They that's a tough it off. turn. They could have pulled it off. You're telling me Starland vocal turn, vocal band can make that turn. I just don't like how they're like they because it's one of those things like showing a song to somebody. Sure, it's that's, like, that's, a, that's hey, you're putting a lot out there. Yeah, and so if they're like. And a vulture would be like, oh, that's a really good song. Oh, but you need, you're having trouble with the bridge? Hold on, oh, let me write the bridge, you know? And like, it's, I mean, yeah. it doesn't detract from the song, but it's not the strong point of the song. It didn't like make the song better. Yeah. It just Once made again, the song I cannot long tell you, enough. I could not tell you a single thing about the bridge. I could not hum you the bridge. Correct. If we were on Name That name Tune, Ryan. This episode's not. brought to you by Name That Tune, airing on Fox. On. They're, they're, they're rebooting it. They just rebooted yeah, it. They just rebooted it. <laughs> But that's what I think. Like, like, like that's the kind of thing where if I had Afternoon a buddy, because delight. I have a, I have a bunch of mus- musician buddies and everything like that. And when, when we were back writing songs and everything like that, we would do that. We would yeah. show well, you're, each other you're songs. Working. You're, you're like, working. Like, you're this balancing. This is the thing I'm working on. If one of my friends or one of the people that I ran into took that and then not even, not even if they just recorded it and then put it out as their own, because that's that's an understanding. Sure. You have to get that. But there's some level of vulture. There's some level of like, um, okay. Let's pretend. Because you don't think, here, you I'll just pose this. Okay. Like, that Starland vocal band could perform that song. It wasn't an inability of Starland vocal band to perform that song to the way, to the the means I, necessary I, to make I it I think I'm too far removed. I think I'm too far removed because it's hard to believe that their song about afternoon fucking, mm-hmm. like, are also going to be the- That's what like, that song's about? Yes, oh. are also going to be the people who are like the song of West Virginia. You know, you know the people who wrote that song about afternoon fucking or having <laughs> sex in the afternoon. Uh, they also wrote our state song, and here it goes. Do you think though, at the time though, like, do you think Afternoon Delight, as it was, uh, as it was out, people understood all the subtext to Afternoon Delight? I think so. I think so. I would. I would like to think that people understand. I mean, listen. I don't think I don't think there is, you know, any subtext. I don't. I don't think there is a lot of innuendo uh, with regard. I feel like that's. I mean, without saying, I'm going balls deep right now. Mm -hmm. I. I I mean, I don't think that that's. There's not a lot to be. there's not a ob- obfuscation. <laughs> obfuscation is that the? It does say here in the uh, the pop cultures, it isn't PCU like you said, but yes. it's a, it's parentheses forced listening as a form of torture. <laughs> so I guess they're putting the context into which the play, which is a, is a good thing with the song. I mean, with any song really, when you can have different context for listening to said song. Sure. Because if it's a 
it's a funny joke, right, for a form of torture. But yeah. also then if it's a, to get you in the mood to have sex in the middle of the afternoon. He doesn't really say much about if... Uh, and, and this is also sad. Sorry to just jump off the rails here. But the See Also tab on Wikipedia for Afternoon Delight is list of one-hit wonders. And had it not been for it's fucking John been, Denver... John Denver, that, that son of a bitch. They could have been a two-hit wonder. Let's... Oh, let's... Can we dive into 1970s. this? 1970s. 1970s one-hit wonders. Let's dive into that for a America, skosh. you're welcome. In France, that one guy. For that a person. One dude. I don't that know. one guy. Oh, know. look at this. This is garbage. Here we go. Ready? Oh, oh. I, I just immediately jumping out vehicle by Ides of March. I love that saying song. Okay. I'm your vehicle, baby. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know the song. Anyway, go. It's I mean, I always felt it like was about like child rape. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like or child abduction. Because it loved me. Bum, 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 dun, dun, dun. That song? Yeah. Okay. What, you, but you really thought that one was about child rape? Or yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm your vehicle woman. Take you any place I want to go. Yeah, um, that's not just about like doing yeah, anything. Women no. say, right? Edison Lighthouse, love grows. I love that song as well. Uh, this is a long list of songs I love. That's you like hearing. a lot of one. This is a whole fucking page Ooh, of one. Oh, but here we're only we've only jumped down to the sixties here. Uh, play no. that funky music by Wild Cherry. Yep. This is the 70s, by the way. I'm sorry. Next one up was the 60s. Yeah. This Ram Jam, Black it. Betty. Come on. Uh, Elv- Elvish Bishop. Elvin Bishop, sorry. Fooled Around and Fell in Love. Love that song. Uh, Hold on. This says Love Hurts by Nazareth. N- mm. Didn't Nazareth also sing uh, Now You're Messing with the Son of a Bitch? No. Uh, <laughs> God, that sounds oddly familiar, now too. I know. Mis- Hair sing. of the Dog. That's yeah, the song. The dog. Now you're messing with a band. Son of a bitch. The track became the band's only top 10 hit, US top 10 hit, which is oh. Love Hurts. So, and I think that's the justification for a top a 10. Hit. A hit is top 10? A top 10 hit. Because it's not necessarily a number one. Sure. It's a top 10, which, which would make sense. I mean, honestly, here, if you just look for sure numbers, okay? And we haven't looked at this list. We're just gonna kind of gonna go yeah. uh, vaguely looking at this. The size of the one-hit wonders by year, I think, will go down. I think the seventies might have been the peak. Is and that the peak? I think that's the peak. I, I'm gonna go eighties as the peak, and maybe. I would say maybe eighties, but fifties right now. We are looking probably at <laughs> twenty, uh, fifteen. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, three, six. Uh, nine, twelve, uh, twelve. Twelve. Twelve Thirteen. one-hit wonders in the 1950s, all right? And then it oh. explodes in the 60s to, we're not going to count on the podcast here, but yeah, uh, yeah, probably, what, 40? Right. Got Cool Drick by the Capitals. Cool. I only know that one as from the whip, uh, Cool Whip commercial. What about Question Mark and the Mysterians? Question Mark and the Mysterians is... A great fucking name. Uh, then, Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Also, absolutely love. That's great. And then the seventies, it blows up even more. I mean, that, that's got to yeah, be that's, seventy. Not that's about as twice as many as the sixties. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's see. Oh, Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe and uh, what's a? Uh, uh, I just thought Nick Lowe. Oh, Nick Cruel Lowe. to be kind. I Cruel love that song. Mm-hmm. Cruel to be kind mm-hmm. in the dun, right dun, measure. Dun, dun. Yep. Cruel to be kind. It's a very good sound. So then moving on, we go to the 80s. Oh. 80s is much better. Oh, oh my God. 80s Eight. is 
So 80s has to be 100. Oh, even more plus. Yeah. I, I, oh, I'm going to go on. I'm gonna, hold on. Go, going back down, as I see right here, um, 1988, EU, okay. the butt. The butt. That's not, I mean, this is not top 40 hit because the butt is not a top 40 hit. I'm just telling you right now. As someone who's familiar with the song, the butt is part of my compilation of songs about butts. The song reached number one in on Billboard's Hot Black Singles. Tell me America hasn't been racist for a long fucking time. Why is there hot black singles? That's not just a website for yeah. meeting other black people that are single. That's a you want you want to talk a separate a, Billboard chart. You want to talk about black music in the eighties? Prob- problematic Google searches. It's that <laughs> right there. <sighs> but this is why, because it it reached number thirty five on the Hot Billboard. Or in the Hot 100. But number one in the Hot Black Singles. Holy shit. That's a guy, fucking Spike Lee on uh, the... It does. With oh. a G on his head. Oof. Dog or die. Holding a dog bowl. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Doing the butt. Are you so, familiar with this song? I am not. But I'm also not familiar with Billboard's <laughs> Hot Black Singles, which is more... Oh, no. That's something I do, though. I just... You, you don't just peruse Billboard Hot Black Singles. Dot com no slash org no but is this still a thing is this still a thing i don't know they probably change yeah it's our hot r&b and hip slash hip oh my god okay so everyone corporations are as racist as you like as yeah. if you think of like the kkk or white supremacy and you think that those people are really racist they are no doubt yeah but corporations are so much more equally. racist equally, equally. equally. yeah we'll say Let's equally say- we're not gonna. I mean, here's the deal. First off, the the top uh, Billboard charts company, whatever they are, are not Billboard. You know, championing people to get lynched. <laughs> but uh, but why in not, nineteen why in nineteen eighty eight? Nineteen. Do we we need? There's a black singles chart. Yeah. And then we're gonna subtly just kind of change this. We're gonna go through a Johnson and Johnson kind of uh, uh, rebranding. Sure. And we're just, we're gonna call R and B, which has always always been like, yeah. oh, that's okay. R and B is uh, yes the black singles chart. Apparently, that's yeah the, rhythm and blues. You know, I'm I'm sorry, but that's the butt by EU. And it, it, here's my I latched on to EU because of because you're woke. Uh no EU. Uh, so I went to the high school East Union, and that was our act. I mean, that was our oh, gotcha. that was abbreviation it was EU. And I'm like, what is this? Who is this band? EU? I don't even know what like they stood for. What EU stood for, but uh it was an East Union, but they did sing a song about butts. Da butt. Well, I'm no, I'm saying butts. Well, no, it is da butt. That's it's what they said. Butt. Okay. Doing da butt. I, I Bismarcky. Okay. Bismarcky was not top. You're right. Three. The 80s were definitely the the kings of one-hit wonders cuz the 90s drops back down. Positive K. I got a man. That's another good song by uh, that's. Was that on the black singles? That's, oh yeah, that's yeah. That did not make. I did not hear that on Starter One and Two Point Five growing up. Uh, let's see. Maybe it was turned to R and B at that time. Uh, no, you know, I mean, it might have been R and B. Position. Peak positions. Billboard Top One Hundred. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. 
Nope, top 10 and R&B hits, R&B <laughs> slash hip-hop songs. So by that time, when did it change? That's what we got to <laughs> fucking find out. Huh? Between 1988 and, and 1992, when did the black singles chart? And that's their terminology. Not mine. This, <laughs> don't be coming that. after me. Don't be coming after me, bro. Uh, when did it turn into R&B? That's a good question. Yeah, go ahead and click on that. Click on it. Hit it. I did. Yeah. I did. Jesus. Oh, Christ. my gosh. History. History. Okay. In 19, uh, between 1948 and 1955, there were separate charts published uh, for bestsellers and jukebox plays. And in 1955, a third chart was added, the Jockeys chart based on radio airplay. These three okay. charts were consolidated into an R&B, or into a single R&B chart in October 1958. So this is... Uh, so let's just go. The best sellers and jukebox plays. Okay, so the selling of albums and then albums played in a jukebox. Sure. And then there were a set. There was a separate list of jockeys playing the song. So when jockeys, when disc jockeys sure. had control yeah. of playing their own stuff. Sure. So there was a separate chart. Then those were all combined into one single R and B chart in in October nineteen fifty eight. The Which move, I find to be fascinating anyway. Right, right. The move was made by Billboard editorial decision that the term soul more accurately accounted for the broad range of song and instrumental material which derives from the musical genius of the black American in June of, uh, yeah, in well, that's 1969. A, but we're Jeez. going back here. We're, so, so from November 30th, 1963 to January 23, uh, 1965, there were no Billboard R&B singles charts. Yeah. The hot R&B singles chart was discontinued when Billboard determined it was unnecessary due to so much crossover of titles between the R&B and pop charts in light of the rise of Motown. So when Motown, Motown came, like took over. Took over. So it became, it, it was blending, basically. Yeah. There was, Motown yeah. was the hits of the top 100 Billboard. Between that and the so British invasion. Yeah. Okay. The so Beach then, Boys were done at this point. No, no. Well, I mean, no, they weren't. I mean, Pet Sounds didn't come out yet. I got this mic on. It was the <laughs> one they used on Pet Sounds. Uh, so the chart was reinstated as Hot Rhythm and Blues singles on January thirtieth, nineteen sixty-five. For this period, which no chart was published, Billboard now uses Cashbox Magazine's top fifty in R and B locations singles chart for stats. for stats. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So in the marketing of it being changed to best-selling soul singles, the move was made as an editorial, like you said. Um, yeah. And so in, uh, let's think here, accounted for the broad range of, okay, whatever. In late June 1982, the chart was renamed again, this time to black singles because the music that African-Americans were buying and listening to had, quote, unquote, greater stylistic variety than the soul sound, yes. quote unquote. Yeah, I think yeah of the early 1970s. Yes, black singles were deemed an acceptable term to encompass pop, funk, and early rap music popular in urban communities. Urban. So this <laughs> is the. So this is okay. the. Uh, I I still don't understand the justification okay. of it. So it, we went from jukebox plays and. Then jockeys we, chart we, based. No, we went from bestsellers like album sales, jukebox plays, and then what the hot jockeys R and B was turned into R and B. There's no justification as to why hot R and B. That's the interesting. Well, okay, so the justification from the R and B chart to 
merging it with hot R&B or making it hot R&B is because the R&B charts were somehow overtaking the Billboard charts at the same yes. time because of yeah. Motown. Yeah. But that only I, I, I guess it makes sense with Motown. I guess if you're bringing in Motown, yeah. making everything yeah. for a while. Sure. That that would encompass bestsellers, jukebox, and then what the jockeys were, the disc jockeys were playing. DJs. And then hot rhythm and blues in '65, and then best-selling soul singles, and then black singles, and then into R and B. Right. Golly. So a, then R and B returned uh, in 1990. Returned the name yeah, in 1990, and hip hop was introduced to the title. In the issue dated December eleventh, nineteen eighty nine, and then they changed it back to heart, hot R and B slash hip hop singles and tracks and tracks. Now, what <laughs> well, the difference between a single and a track is? How many how many meetings do you think they had to do this? To, just to add the and and tracks. I feel like and tra- like there's just one guy. <laughs> there's one guy. Like, you one, need to include need to the tracks and tracks. Okay. You don't understand, Gina. Gina, you do not understand. You just don't get it. Okay. You don't get it. I've been living with these people. <laughs> he says it like that. For so long. Trust me, the tracks are a big part of it. Do you do you think the billboard company had like people like just installed into into different musical communities? <laughs> Where they'd have like a heavy metal dude and a rap dude and everything like that. Their job is to be like Donnie Brasco and then just spread around one conference room. Is that a shitty movie that should be made (laughs) as far as like my job is to infiltrate Wu Tang Clan and I will do it. Okay. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Okay, how's everybody doing with Johnny Rotten? Anybody? (laughs) No, he's dead. Okay. I I hate the the economy. Yeah. Fuck Yeah. I'm punk. You keep cashing those checks, don't you, Gerald? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Well, that's the joke with like Raging the Machine. Like, you know, they're so, you know, uh, socialist and everything, and there's equality for everybody. And it, the general tone of the music, and I love Raging the Machine, but they don't turn down going off on tour to make millions and millions of dollars. Oh, no, no. I mean, they'll cash that check. I, I mean, here's the deal. Everybody, this is me. I, I'm talking to you right now, just person to person. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to give you a check. You just cash that check. So what's a celebrity that you, that when you see them doing something that you wouldn't ever watch, but you like them and you're like, it's fine. Like just cash your check. What, what, what's a celebrity? Oh, honestly, like almost most of them. Like I have a hard time like faulting somebody for, and because here's the deal, especially like with movies, Mm -hmm. like movies, so many things can go right. Yeah, I, I so many things that. can go wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't um, like. You can be like, okay, we did that. I had a great day. I'm really happy, mm-hmm. and you know, I love this director. He just came off a couple of like movies that I absolutely love, and now I'm working and we're doing this, and I feel like really into it, and we're really into it. But then, you know, the rest of the movie just fucking falls apart. Yeah. You know, that that can be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's just completely lost in the edit. I mean, it could be like something where the studio just comes in and just fucking just rips it apart because the, the studio's like, 
uh, hey, you know what? Um, here's the deal, guys. I don't know if you understand this, but China is a thing, <laughs> and yes. Yes. we got a real problem. We, 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 we got to like not say <laughs> so much stuff about China, right? I mean, so like all of that can mm-hmm. be that can happen. So, um, I don't know. I, I agree that's with a, you. That's, with, a good, that's a good question. With though. movies, it's 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 hard to fault them for a choice again because there are so many moving parts in a movie. the The reoccurring yeah. role of like a TV show. Is the the other thing? So um, you know, so you and I were watching uh, the football game earlier. And yeah, yeah. Walt, 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 Walter, Walter, Walton Goggins. You Walton, know, Go- uh, Walton Goggins on on uh, the unicorn. I'm not gonna fault that guy for cashing that check. We're Listen. not. We're not. But that that that's the decision that you're making over th- and over again. I think that's. Know, like, I think that's interesting. Like, I'd like to know more about Walton Goggins' personal life mm-hmm. to understand why he'd want to be locked completely into LA. Like I, I, I understand like getting out of Georgia. Getting out of Georgia, you don't want to be there or or whatever that is. And or maybe he's got a really bad manager or like a shitty agent and cannot get um or you're capitalizing on uh, a, a tide. Like, can't get away. good films. Or, like he, he just, was in Batman. I loved it. he was great in Batman. Right. But there was a there was a moment of time where he was hot. He, I would say, right now is the time he's hot. No, no, no. I think I think we're five years past. We're gonna. You Yo, think pull, we're five pull up, years past? Pull up Walton Goggins. God, man, we are. This is such a good podcast, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> pull up Walton Goggins IMDb. I, I'm saying right now, like the the movies he was putting out five years ago, six years ago. He had such. I a- I, I think like especially like, I loved him on Justified. It was great. This is not <gasps> one Bill is on Oh my gosh. Ooh. You know what? Oh my gosh. Actor. Yeah, yeah. Like him on Hateful Eight. That was it. You know, you want to talk about like him being well, on. Well, he was such a bit role guy. He was a guy that you would forever until. He is like, oh, you know. Oh He'd be God. the guy that you'd recognize his face, but you wouldn't know his name. Here's the deal. Everybody, everybody right now, stop what you're doing. I'm asking you to close out this podcast. Wow. Go to YouTube and go watch his clogging video from <laughs> fucking uh, the righteous gemstones. the righteous gemstones. He brought his clogging shoes. Fucking love mm-hmm. that bit. That bit is so good. He's not wrong, but please come back. Please <laughs> br- come back. Please come back. Just, just Walter Goggins. We'll keep talking about it in <sighs> retrospect. You know. Oh my gosh. So let's start with let's start with 2002, The Shield. Let's say that's his big break because he's a bit role. Like oh, uh, he sure. was in oh, things, man. no doubt beforehand. He oh, was he in was the Born OSC? Identity. Okay, I saw that. Like, uh, oh, he was in the Born Identity. He was in the Murder She Wrote. Oh, he was in a TV tech. movie. Yeah, yep. He, he was, was also in the House of a Thousand Corpses. Corpses. Did, did you uh, like that movie? Oh yeah, I love that movie. I could. That, it was a little bit too much. That that hit me right at the stride. I loved Rob Zombie. I still do as a as a musician. He makes a movie. Sure. He was now, also in, ask me, would I ever watch House of a Thousand Corpses again? Would you watch a House of a Thousand? No. I mean, I could because I think I watched it once drunk in high school and college. You would have been in college. Yeah, I watched it drunk in college at the Dallas. He Bay. was in Shanghai Noon. Um, was, oh, again, he was he was a guy you would be like, oh yeah, I've I've seen that guy before. Uh, uh, so honestly, let's say his first big role, a recurring the role, the Shield. Shield. Okay. Criminal How Minds. Many episodes? 89 episodes. Oh, no shit. Yep. So that, yeah. that was the first big role. And I never really watched The Shield. I have no, friends I that watched no. The Shield. Yeah. 
I'm not a big Michael Chiklis guy. I've never watched a single episode of The Shield ever. But maybe that's on me. I don't know. Maybe. I, I can't say. I Honestly, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of it either, like a full episode. I had a buddy of mine in, uh, in my earlier days that yeah. was into it. And oh, the shield so hard! No, we I were mean, watching. It, we were watching it for in, in like it would be like it would be on and be yeah. like see little like, little bits bits of it and be like, oh, it's kind of like watching like twenty four. Like if you just jump into it and watch like five minutes of it, you're like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah. Like, these are all characters that have developed. Sure. And I have no sure, idea. Sure, 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 sure. No doubt, could it be good? Sure, or like, <sighs> yeah, I, I, like for me, like uh, the shield's almost like uh, Sopranos, where it's just sure. like, you know, it's this. I think. What's what's the word I want to use? Um, Gritty. The precursor of golden era. I you know I think I said before that um, the Sopranos is kind of the beginning of the golden era of television. Uh-huh. That was the heralding of it. Yeah. I think I'm gonna put the shield in there. It, it's in FX the same... did a lot of things in that in that early 2000s role. Right. Which allowed them to um, be edgy television for cable. And push the boundaries of cable basic, television. Hold on. Basic cable. That's the big yeah. thing that is basic cable. Not, Not premium cable. Yeah. Uh, HBO was, they, that's a different tier. But uh, that, And different set of rules. HBO allows you to do other things, swearing and nudity and everything, which allows you to do more with a TV show. Sure, yeah. But, but which, I and I will still say, and it's a total time and place, but like something like 24 was an interesting... Um, ex- exploration into network television as far as the getting you yeah. to watch week to week. Lost kind of like hit on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, with it became this craze of just getting you to tune in next week, getting you to tune in next week, and, and that kind of right. constant right. Uh, that battle. And if you can create a compelling enough story over time, people will absolutely want to tune in. So Do you think you think the shield was it though? Where's I don't know. I don't. Know. Maybe it's something. Where else. is but uh, justified in all this. When did just really? When did justified? Two thousand ten. Twenty ten. Okay, so so in between sh- the shield and justified, he did Criminal Minds, uh, one episode uh, that evening, which looks like a movie. CSI Miami, one episode. Damage, a movie. Predators. Predators. I I remember him in Predators. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it looks like he was a voice in Change in Wind. In Change in the Wind. Don't know what that is. He was in Cowboys and Aliens, a movie I could not get through. Uh, a movie I've never seen at all because I'm like, oh, that that sounds like a fun. Yeah, I think it's horrible. Go it's ahead and click really on. Really fucking can you click bad. Click that. I want to say that's John Favreau. It, it's really bad. I want to say that's John. I just want to double check that's John Favreau. Yeah, that's fine. It should be. I want to see the bullshit. Full cast and crew, really. Oh my gosh! Why is it not? Maybe it he took his. A... He got scrubbed. No, oh, go they up at the top. It. Go up at the top. It's not there, man. Oh, here we go. Oh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Got yeah. it. Thank you. And the Alex fucking Kirksman. Fuck that guy. There's dude. It's it's nine. It's... Hold on. There's nine fucking credited writers. Nine credited writers. That's a problem. Exactly. Do you know how many credited writers there are on uh, Single Ladies? <laughs> I don't know. What's what's your over under? Hold on, single ladies. Yeah, the Beyonce song. Oh, uh, yeah, we've talked about this. Um, yes. Um, is it eight? Eight. Eight people are are credited with singing. Eight. Okay. 
Eight is your final answer? I think eight is my final answer. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. No, we haven't on the podcast. But Yeah, but I know. We... Mm. Can we get a full list of songwriters? No, we're not talking about the album. No, it was just one song. This one song. No, that's it. In it? Hold on. Go back at the top. There was like six people there. There were six people, but this is... Okay, I don't want you don't want definition song of songwriter <laughs> slash songsmith, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. There's four. Um, I don't think that's the full list. I no, I think it's it's pull up if you pull up the album. Here we go. Let's go. Okay, I remember seeing a list of like ninety people. Honestly, I think on the album on the album. Oh, that might be maybe that's. Maybe I that's think it, it it's the album of the year. I mean, it won album of the year, or whatever the fuck ever. Yeah, yeah. There's a gazillion people on it because there's four people per track. Right. Man. Okay. Well, maybe that's it. Okay. Anyway, Anyhow. it doesn't take away from the same too many people in the room. Too no. Well, uh, and I can't really honestly say that because it's it's a solid song. Obviously, like I'm not. Gonna, is it? As far as pop songs go, sure. Uh, I love how like you flip to this. You flip to the. One hit wonders of the 1980s, and immediately my eyes just pop out. The Weather Girls and uh, It's Raining Men. Written by uh, 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 Paul, Paul Schaefer. Schaefer. Yeah. yeah. God, I love that song. That song, we're going to talk about a song that really spoke to me as a college aged kid. I like, like, it's just so fucking absurd. It is. I love, I love, and just. Something about uh, what's the, what's the word I want to use the, uh, uh, like the eagerness, like you know it's it, a like this is kind of like it was written by a dude, yeah, like who's like I'm all in on this. Well, and I'm, I I can't speak for women, um, but but you if, don't want to open the roof and let the men fall in or whatever. I'm assuming if you go into any bar, it would feel like it's raining men because. There's, just there's just countless just people, yeah, countless dicks just in your face. Like, Jesus, I'm okay. Okay, I get God it. bless Mother Nature. But if you if you wanted it, you know, then it's raining men. She's a simple woman too. <laughs> I always want to. Have you ever been hit on in a bar? No. It's uh, it's well, a rare like it. Well, it, I do think I'm charming in a in my own certain way. It doesn't happen a lot, does it? <laughs> no. It, well, just because. I don't know. Even I, by even by a dude, like it, like it's like it doesn't happen. Have you been hit on by a dude? I've never been hit on by a dude. I don't think I've been hit on by a no. dude. But oh, I'm saying, I don't think I've been but I'm saying, like statistically speaking, like you can't yeah. just if you're gonna just take out like half of the you know sex of the the population. Next time, and I'm in I'm in Des Moines. I'm gonna go to the gay bar mm-hmm. and. Uh, no, no, you don't even have to go to a gay bar. Like oh, what I'm no, saying I just is like be hit on. you're in a bar. I feel good. I've been hit on. Pretty. I can literally you never make me feel pretty. By the way. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's on you. That's or is it? I've been hit on once at a bar. Okay, yeah, once. Go on. And so my wife and I, we we played in a band together for ten years, ten plus years. All right. Statue of Liberty. Check them out. They're on MySpace. We're not, but anyway. So <laughs> if you like the amount of times they that, sound like the Civil Wars. The amount of time. Fuck you. Um, the amount of time that my wife has been hit on me or hit on in front of me at a show <sighs> is yeah. countless. Is absolutely That's a so weird thing, and they would always go through the same thing. Like, like 
oh, you guys, like, so you guys, like, brother and sister? Like, somehow that would be okay if, like, you can hit on my <laughs> sister in front of me. It's yeah. like, no, we're, we're together. And it doesn't stop him at all. So, th- so there's weird. the amount of times, like, it's, it's, it's been forever. Like, it, it happens a ton. And, uh, and that's just, my insight into that's the female the way it is that's my insight into the female perspective of being at a bar yada 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 but it happened once where a girl hit on me yeah and i was like did oh. your wife immediately shut that shit down no no but like it was like i was like oh well no this is my wife here and it was just it was so shocking yeah. i was like like oh my god like oh you're totally hitting on me like she has like so uh what are so, you doing later? what are you so are you guys doing what are you doing later i'm like Oh, you know, we're just doing anything. And so she's like, "Are you so like are you, are you like available and everything?" I'm like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Oh no, no, this is my wife. Like, we're like literally sitting next to each other, and we were just up and on stage." And I'm like, I don't know what you think this is, but okay. <laughs> but, yeah. what, what kind of shenanigans do you think I'm pulling here? Right, we're traveling across the country, the yeah. two of us. And I was just like, "Oh, well, that was nice. I like that. That was yeah, fun. That made you feel pretty. It made me feel pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing later?" <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> no. So you never been hit on at a bar? No, no. I don't. Think I want to so. go. I want to go back to. The, I, no. I I answered my celebrity question. So sure. I said the celebrities that I would interrupt them. Are there a celebrity that you would that you would interrupt oh, that you would try to oh, that gosh. you would try to sit back and just wait and then impose your will? That's a tough one. I mean, here's the deal. I think for me, it it's a time and a place situation. Where clearly it, it, here's the deal. If I came off and I just got done watch, here's the deal. I mean, let's say that I went on rip of watching a shit ton of Quantum Leap, and Scott Bakula is at ordering a Jamba Juice, and I see him <laughs> or working fu- at a Jamba Juice. Not working. No, that guy's working at NCIS. That yeah. guy's getting paid. <laughs> He's getting paid. It's getting paid. Scott Bakula, friend Scott of the Bacula, show. This episode's brought to you by <laughs> NCIS <Scott> Miami. <laughs> uh no, he's uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Sorry. New Orleans. New Orleans. Anyhow, what I like, I it'd be it'd have to be something like that where I'm like, by the way, uh, just like okay. there's no evergreen celebrities that you would go to. No. Oh no, because it's I understand a that they're people. And I have nothing to bring to them. Like, no, no but there, there's nothing. There's nothing I can say. Hey, thank you. You know, that's gonna make a difference in their life. I know. I know that I'm not gonna be able to say. Listen, weird Al Yankovic, you have, <laughs> you have shaped and changed my life so much for the better. Thank you so much. This reminds me, and I I want to get back to this conversation too. But like, it reminds me because. Oh, going back to the winter meetings, the baseball yeah. winter meetings. Like, yeah. So Peter wa- Alienkovic was there. No, but almost an equivalent. So I'm walking around and like in again, just waiting for to see if I get a job or anything like sure. that, or get invited to get an interview to a job. And I'm walking around and I'm looking at this like a uh, convention center. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a I guess a what do you call it? Like a, a trade show. Sure, there's oh, kind yeah, of a trade yeah. show. People like doing all like the different- hold on, is it like and then and. Expo yeah, like yeah. style where it's like yep. bullshit. You can get like free stuff, and drape. Do, oh. all that stuff. So there's all that stuff going on, and I'm walking oh. around, and all of a sudden, I see fucking Mister Belding from Save by the Bell, and 
Did you make a move on Belding? I, I, I did. I was like, okay, no, I can't let this go. Like here, uh, this is me alone. We and we had a, we had a nice like ten minute conversation, honestly. So like we, I'm like, I'm like, I cannot let this moment pass. Like I got to just say, big fan, love it, <laughs> awesome. And I said, I love you. It's always sunny in Philadelphia too, by the way. <laughs> just so you know, because <laughs> he. Okay, that's better than me. I wouldn't be able to. Well, he played he played a, a gym teacher that they accused of diddling kids and everything. And it was such, it was like the first thing I saw him in since being Mr. Belding. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was always like, oh, I loved you in uh, It's Always Sunny, too. And so we were talking, and he basically was like, oh, so where are you from? And I'm like, yeah, I'm from, I'm living in Dubuque, Iowa. And he's like, oh, Dubuque, no, no, is that close to, like, that's around, like, the Quad Cities, uh, yeah. Cedar Rapids area, right? And I'm like, like, yeah, absolutely. And so we literally got into, like, a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the kicker. He was by himself. I was by myself. We just met, and we're like. Hey, I just got to, like, I walked over and was like, hey, I'm never going to meet you again. I just want to meet Dennis sure. Haskins and yeah. say, hey, and because I could name every member of the Say by the Bell, I knew your name. I want to say. And I said, I, I approached him, I said, Mr. Haskins, I appreciate your work. And that's, that's it. I mean, for me, that's the important thing mm-hmm. is if I'm ever going to approach a celebrity, it's I need to know your real name mm-hmm. and not just. Hey, Mister Mr. Belding, guy, uh, guy who was in that thing. Yeah, Zach Morris. You, 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 you didn't like <laughs> Zach Morris. Yeah, right. They don't want to hear that. Nobody. No. I would. Nobody. I want to be interested. Which I do feel. And he gave me, uh, like, he signed a picture. He gave me, like, signed a picture. I th- I have it around here like, somewhere. Like but he just had it on him. He gave it to. I did not ask for okay, it. Okay, that's, that's. I was gonna thing. think a lot this, less of you. No, just, I never asked. <laughs> if for you it. asked Mr. No, Belding no, no, no. for an autograph, and he's like, here, let me give you this. Hold on, and he signed it. He's like, here you go. You oh, can very have that. nice. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Like, this is that's a on him. Of my day. It's on him. Yeah. Oh. Didn't get charged a cent for it. <laughs> a cent. I had a nice I, conversation with Mr. Belding for about ten minutes. That's lovely. At a baseball expo that's in Nashville. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's. Yeah. But once again, you approached him and called him by his real name, but with respect because you used the Mister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's. I mean, that, for me, that's. If I would have gone up and said, Dennis Haskins, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. And just like we know it. each other. <laughs> you right. remember me back in Toledo? We, yeah. were at, yeah. we were at Crazy Girls. <laughs> remember that? You did you did a coke off that one stripper's like pussy? Oh, you don't geez. remember that? You don't remember that? Because uh, I want to say. Someone has been going around saying that he is Mr. Belden. <laughs> and that is, you should be aware of and that. And he's so. pulling it off pretty good. I want to say that he did come through town. Doing some half-ass stand-up. Dennis Haskins? Yeah. Maybe. Following uh, D- Dustin Diamond. So the, the reason why he was in at this baseball expo was because he was doing some type of, uh, like, yeah, I think it was some kind of comedy thing in between innings at, at minor league games. And Hard like pass. <laughs> exactly. But he, that's why he was chilling. But he was all by himself. And it was like one of those things like. It was like kind of sad. It was kind of sad until I started talking to him. And I was like. Well, I'm kind of sad. You're kind of sad. So oh, here we are together. You five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. And you were kind of sad. Well. Trying to find a job. It's mainly manic depressed, you know. I feel like I need to sing a song now. Do you? <laughs> There's a whole song about it. Me and Mr. Belding had a wonderful time. <laughs> me and Mr. Mr. Belding, you saved me from slitting my wrists. <laughs> Have you ever been suicidal? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No? No. I haven't either. I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. I don't know if you notice this. Some um, call that a thin veil. 
I'm just underneath. I'm just, underneath just begging just... for the sweet mercy of death. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met my wife? <laughs> no, uh, I love my Sometimes wife. You just I see, love my wife. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> podcast named about <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, like so, anyhow, like approaching celebrities and just yeah. being like, "That's weird." Screw depression. Let's talk about <laughs> approaching celebrities. Let's like, go on. I don't. I don't like it. But I, that was what I'm when I when I bring up the Mister Building thing. Th- yeah, that was the perfect situation to me. Like, I'm gonna regret if I don't do this. You're not doing anything. That's you are on. literally standing in front regret, of. A, you would regret it. You would regret it. Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Did I, I? I I would regret you not would re- doing it. You would regret. Not, not saying anything. introducing yourself. He was to literally standing by himself. Dennis Haskins. Dennis Haskins. He was just standing out in front of the expo that he was like the celebrity for. I understand. I understand that you're not doing anything right now, but I want to interject myself. I just wanted. To, I, I just went, literally I, I wanted to shake hands, and then we got into a conversation. And then we here I am ten minutes later talking with Mister Fucking Belding. That's all it was. No. Uh, okay. I'm gonna say right now. I really enjoyed uh, the time you and I had mm-hmm. with uh, what the fuck's his name. Who's the oh, uh, um, comedian? Uh, Greg Hahn. Greg Hahn. Greg Hahn is a comedian that came through town. Um, I was aware of him through uh, Bob, a number of podcasts. Yeah. And Bob and not Tom. through Bob and through, not not through, through Bob, Bob and Tom. Tom. But, Bob, he's, but he, he's, that's why he is known he's in this known area. a lot for Bob and Tom. Yeah. So after he after we watched him, we were- uh, Down at the casino. Quite literally the last five people in the fucking yeah. bar. Uh, our wives and Nathan and I, and then Greg Hahn was sitting at the bar, and so we got up into a conversation with yeah, him. Yeah, well, it was a nice was little conversation. Delightful. And that's what I want. Yeah. And that's what I want. Yeah. That's. The I best. do not want to come up and say, "Hey, by the way, I just mm-hmm. want to let you know that you really make a big impact on me and my who I am." And no, and that's so. Like when I bring up like meeting David Tell, that that was exactly the same. Like it was us, like. We could see yeah. him in the yeah. bar. It was the bar was literally not much bigger than this studio we're in right now. Yeah, and so it was when we were getting ushered out. Like we could see him all night long. We, like we could have gone. You up saw to him. you saw David Tell all night long, and you held back. Held back until we were like literally next to each other, and we're like, "Hey, by the way, I'm just like shoulder to shoulder with you right now." Uh, really and appreciate. Like, Don't stuff. fucking touch me, you son of a bitch. Exactly, because that's David Tell. You know, classic, classic David Tell. No, but like. <laughs> Those are organic situations, yeah. right, I, right? I'll also bring up too. So in that same trip, um, we were we were there at the um, comedy cellar in New York uh, earlier on in the week. And Chris D'Elia, are you familiar with him as a comedian? Uh, is he the one who like got in trouble? Yeah, I think he got like me. recently he might have gotten me. Like too. he's like he's no, he got me too, and it's great. Have you seen this? I'm not a huge fan of him, but yeah, like I I I haven't seen what you're talking about. Okay, no, there's a great video. Where he realizes that people can save Snapchats. Yes, I have actually seen that. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's like, like it's what? so good. It's so good. What? Oh well. Oh. Huh. Uh, and it's so much better when people put the Kirby uh, enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> the dun- 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 <laughs> underneath it. Anyhow, so yeah, so he was, Okay. Not a huge. You paid fa- money for it. No, I didn't. No, he wasn't even performing. Like he was just at at the place. Like we were. Did he touch you? So the comedy cellar in in New York, like there's the cellar below, and yeah. then up upsta- upstairs is a a nice like bar, like bar and restaurant where you can just like go and hang out. Like you, Did you get a prime rib? Uh, no, they don't prime rib. They have a wonderful uh, Mediterranean spread though. Mm. So pita bread oh. and hummus and olives and shit. So uh, go on. And there's like uh, carrots and there's uh, cucumbers and uh, that's about you know that's about how much paprika are we talking here? Well, a good amount, a good amount. Okay. You fan? Of paprika? No. Why not? It's too much. Wow. 
So anyway, so we were there. Um, and we were there, and then uh, it was before the show started, but like Chris D'Elia was there. Getting hummus. But again, it's a situation of like, literally, there's like 10 people in the fucking place, and then it's, if I'm, me and my wife are two of those people, there's eight other people that are, and then he's sitting with a table of, you know, two other comedians. There's, it's, yeah. not, it's not a packed place. Like, you yeah, can look oh, around sure. and be like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's Chris D'Elia. I know, yeah, I know him. I could have at any point in time walked up and been like, hey, man, like guy. like your stuff, man. I really like your stuff. And I was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, we're going to be existing in the same room, which is the way. That's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. But that's that's what it was, because it's like, this is not I'm not going to regret myself. This is not a Mr. Belding, Dennis Haskins situation where I'm going to regret not saying hi to Den, uh, Chris D'Elia for yeah. some reason, you know, and that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's. You can be in proximity of it, and it's like, nah, it's not worth my time. And it's not worth it. No. <sighs> it's not that I don't appreciate you or think you're talented. Right. It's just I like, do, a, I don't eh. want, I do not want, I don't want to be that person. I, I don't want to interrupt I, your conversation. Now, I don't if that's be that Trey person. Parker, if that's Trey Parker sitting there, I'm, well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for an in. I'm going to yeah. wait just, and I don't care if I make an ass out of myself. I'm going to be like, I, yeah. I know I'm making an ass out of myself right now, but I just, I need, need you to know. I appreciate everything you've okay. done, you know? So, I think you should leave. Okay. Which is a great show. Yeah, that's a show, not just Nathan telling me I think you should leave. Uh but his uh but his bit where he was at a he accidentally shows up at a dinner. Not accidentally. He shows up at a dinner and one of his favorite celebrities is at the same dinner as him. The, Which one was the that? The Caleb where it, like there's a famous guy at oh, the end of the right, table. Oh, that's right, that's right, and he's choking. And he choked, right. he and choked. he accidentally chokes on a piece of bread. But he doesn't want him to look like, he doesn't want to look <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah. 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 Was it anything like that? Uh, no, I've never had an embarrassing moment around somebody yeah. that that would be considered a celebrity, I think. Except that time I peed my pants in front of Pee Wee Herman, but I mean. That's different, and he liked it. It was it was pretty funny. I'm actually. not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now um, that, yeah. Uh, Paul Rubin. Yeah, Paul Rubin, yeah. He was into it. Well, and again, talking about saying their real name versus their character. Yeah. If you say Paul Rubin and then you start peeing your pants, that's different than if you say Pee Wee, hey, what's up, and then you start peeing your pants. Okay, Pee Wee Herman, he's in there. I happen to be in the same bodega or grocery store or whatever as him, as as Paul Rubin's. Uh And it's just like, hey, Mr. Rubin's, hey, just I want to let you know that... uh, uh, hey, not only did I enjoy you a lot as a child with Pee Wee's Playhouse, but your HBO comedy special. Uh, I also, I love that. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Uh, what's it called? Uh, no. Mystery Men? No, I'm fucking up. Mystery Men. No, yeah. I fucked up. I fucked it up. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't do it. Well, I'll tell you two examples here of the, the passing, what you're describing here, okay? <laughs> so when we, we played South by Southwest one year, and... Look at you. When we were... Uh, it was the opening day of South by Southwest, which is a wonderful time. I mean, I don't know what it is going to be. What like year was this? Uh, this is probably 2009-ish, 9, 10-ish, did maybe you, 11. Did you have any kind of extra appendages on your hands? Um, I did not, no. It wasn't hip at that time. Okay, okay. So it was mainly, you know, waxed mustaches and vests. Okay. So, um, but we were we were walking, I forget where the fuck we were even going. We were just walking around. So it's an odd festival atmosphere at, at South by Southwest yeah. where you're you're in a city that's not equipped to be a festival, but absolutely not. But there's the a number of people that are just like walking around, um, and so 
I remember walking by a place and uh, Dave Navarro, the guitar player from Jane's Addiction, was. Uh, oh. He literally just stepped outside on like a porch, and I mean, probably from you know, a little, a little farther than you and I away, not but not much. And he was, uh, he just lit up a cigarette. And, and he's just there. He just lit up a cigarette. And all I did, I was just walking by, we just made eye contact, and I just go, yep, little head nod. That's it. That's all he nod. did. And he just went, he just lit up the cigarette, and he just like did a little acknowledging. That's it. And I was like, that's all the interaction I need with Dave Navarro. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's all it that's should awesome. be. That's all it is. Yes. And I was yes. like, oh, cool. And I feel like I've met Dave Navarro then. I'm like, yeah. He saw me. I saw him. I did this. I'm like, I, I, I appreciate I get it. There you go. That guy. And he was like, Dave Navarro does not need you sitting there telling you how much and the, you meant to his life. You, correct. To and, your life. Correct. And there was also the, there were throngs of people around too, oh, where if I go over and I say something to Dave Navarro, then people are going to recognize him that he's somebody. Sure. Right. Dave Navarro for a split second can be incognito. Dave, yeah. It can be Dave He can Navarro. just walk can out just and smoke Dave. a cigarette, you know, and just sure. Like, Hopefully no one recognizes me, yeah. and if they do, hopefully there's something about it. That's yeah. what I was hoping for, and I was like, "Cool, just a little flick of the thing." And it was a night; it was a wonderful interaction. I was like, "That's oh, a, uh, that's sweet. That's, that's nice. what that's what everybody really needs." And then the second time, or this is this happened. The second time you ran into Dave tomorrow? No, no, I've only ran into him once. But uh, the 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 time that came before that was when we we were in New York for a, a class field trip, uh, a band trip. Okay. And, in New York. In high school. In high school. They let just kids. 18-year-old Bobby just run around New York post 9-11. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we, went to, we went to this off-Broadway um, play. Oh, yeah. We went yeah. to this off-Broadway Broadway play called Urinetown. Of Urinetown, yeah. yeah Urinetown. And uh, so when we're there, all we, we had no idea, again, pre-social media or anything like that. And Urinetown like, has become, like by the way, like the our town. Urinetown is like a big like thing no it not not now it was one of my favorite but, musicals if if i have to like list favorite musicals that one i've seen a lot of musicals sure very few of them i'm like wow i'm really fucking happy i watched that yeah that's up there and it's oddly good. like spongebob is up there which yeah. i'm not a fan of spongebob yeah. but like yeah. it was a good musical anyway um anyhow so we were there and we we're all sitting like again we're a bunch of fucking high school kids sitting down and then like all of a sudden like there's whispers that like jeff bridges is going to be here and jeff bridges like just like we have to get up to so Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges, his brother, walk to <laughs> their on. seats. Like Bo and Bo, Bo Jeff and, Jeff. and Bo, yeah, Je- Bo and Jeff. Oh no shit! So so uh, like they were like walking. That's in. part of the story I've never heard before. Oh, you've never heard Bo no, was there? No. So Bo Bridges was there, and uh, so we have to like stand up and they're, like walking through and like oh. That's Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges. That's that's fun. And oh, I did, shit. first off, I didn't know who fuck Bo Bridges was at the uh, time. But he was in a great and probably my most favorite episode of Outer Limits. Cool. I didn't say that to him. I didn't. He, he uh, that's up. what I would have led with. But but as a high school kid, and I'm I'm pretty proud of this. As as Jeff Bridges is walking by, again, I got to stand up for him. I'm like, hey, really loved you in the Big Lebowski and Tron. And he's like, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks. And then he just walks away. And that's it. And I'm like, that's that's all I need. That's all I need. Best wishes, Jeff Bridges. And then I went out later in and then in Times Square bought uh the Big Lebowski on DVD. Oh. See, my like so my story is that I've heard mm-hmm. from that yeah. is that He did hit on your wife, by the way. <laughs> did he hit on my wife? Yeah. Like that my wife, who is 
like was is is she's well chested she's well endowed yeah and you know i think it was a look parts of her life Mm -hmm. you know would wear a bustier yeah or things highlighting that part of her anatomy correct and she did notice that jeff bridges heavily glanced at her breasts before she signed his playbill yeah her playbill yeah i didn't ask for an autograph by the way I don't believe in autographs. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in autographs. But yes, uh, my, I, I Jeff can Bridges say, stared at my wife's tits. That's all I'm gonna say. I can corroborate that story. Yes, <laughs> and also <laughs> our our uh, the the <laughs> choir director was really really trying hard to get uh, Jeff Bridges to notice her. Like that was the other thing too. Oh what? Yeah. So what do you we mean? won't we won't use names, but like just saying the the choir director that was there. Uh, I went He's to like please pay attention. to No, my no, wife. she was like. I, I'm because he he, uh. he was literally sitting like two seats down from us. Like oh. so, we were, we were. I I would say I I would say he was either three three or four seats away from us. Okay. So he, he wasn't walking far away. Yeah. And we were sitting right next to the choir director and the band director in this in this situation because of other incidents that we had earlier <laughs> on in the day, where we just decided to you go just explore. Walk off. We Just decided to say, fuck the Today Show. Post 9-11 in New York City. We can find where the planet Hollywood is here. It's <laughs> Don't fine. worry. We'll just go. And then- We'll be there. No cell phones, whatever. Yeah. We'll just navigate New York City. It's not hard. Just do so it. There's numbers on the streets, So from guys. that point on, they're like, you stay right by us, okay? Oof. So we were right by there. And ironically, I guess it was that they were just in that Jeff Bridges' seats. It's so weird that he- that he was sitting in those seats. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it and recounting it, like, why so wouldn't you have your, like, your band director had seats right? It was sitting elbow to elbow to Bo or Jeff Bridges. Correct. Yeah. That's fucking insane. That's insane. When I say That's it out loud, insane. Like, why That's... wouldn't you have <laughs> you? You couldn't get like a balcony seat, and it was <laughs> off Broadway. I will say it's off Broadway. <laughs> sure. So, like. Uh, uh, there was not a. There probably wasn't a balcony. If I'm your high it. school band director sat next to Jeff Bridges in a movie, probably Bo. And, 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 probably Bo. But our our choir director was definitely trying to like get because again we all had to stand up. So just just common courtesy, you would yeah, do it for yeah, anybody. Yeah, you right. know, you would just, just stand for them up to, to like scoot in, the scoot scoots. in. And so when they did that, but I remember looking at her because she was just like, she's like, I want this is Jeff my ticket. Bridges. This, this is, is my, my ticket. This is my ticket. Jeff Bridges is going to look at my breasts mm-hmm. and then he's going to whisk me away. Yeah. And I'll and... never have to fucking deal with these kids that run off in the middle of New York City ever again. <laughs> and at the end of the day, this, this, could, be this a could be a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, uh, uh, Google Podcasts. We're on uh, uh, Podcasting 2.0 as well. We're also on Twitter at TCBA underscore podcast and YouTube. I mean, literally, like, anywhere. Like, that's the, that's what we want to do. We've worked on it. We, we have not only have we taken the time record these conversations Correct. we have tried to put them in front of you as much as possible because for some reason we think you yes you deserve to hear what we have to say and that's and that's what we're doing and, and just uh along the way if you could just sit there and say um yeah this is good enough and give us a that'd be nice. i'm not i'm not i'm not asking person for in a, france we're looking at you i'm not asking for a five-star review no i'm looking for a four no 
Hit me with a four. We know that we have growth. Yeah. And we, constructive we, we, criticism. We, and you can give us construct. You can email us. You can tweet us. Yeah. But I just want to hear it and know that you exist as a real person. That's it. Thank you. I love you.